are listening to the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast. We are three weeks into Anigail Line's new novel, The Light Years, where we are following a medical team on the Mobile Alliance Star Vessel Hospital, The Light Years, at the front lines of the Freedom Alliance Crimson Fleet War. This is Episode 3, What Used to Be. If you have not subscribed, do so now and if you are on YouTube, hit the bell to be notified of new episodes. I didn't expect that. I expected you not to marry because you refused to marry when we found out about Zariah. I frowned. You have no freaking idea what happened. You don't have a clue what I have been through. I understand you were captured for 10 years, but everything here was not rosy. I saw me being tied to a hospital bed. My arms and legs ached from being tied to the bedposts. I thrashed as a doctor dressed in black came at me with a long needle. I tried screaming but the gag in my mouth prevented that. I barely heard Jake say. Graham alluded to the fact that you would not be the same Danny I remembered, and wondered how you could ever be. What happened? When I came back to reality, I heard him say, I know you are still in there. I see glimpses of you, but it is clear that someone hurt you. I took a deep breath. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it with you. I don't want to talk about it with Graham. I don't want to talk about it with another human being. I don't want to even think about it, but I have no choice in the matter of that last one. Certain things trigger me, and I am back there. I looked at him. That is why I don't want to get involved. I am a shell of the person you used to know. Jake closed the gap between me and him and demanded, What the hell happened? What part of I don't want to talk about it, aren't you getting? If you have to know, read the reports. Tell Graham that I gave you permission to read them. Danny, you are scaring me. I looked at him and said, my captivity didn't end when I was physically released. It went far beyond that. I fought tooth and nail to get back to the place I am today, and I am sure as hell not going to let anyone or anything stop me. One day maybe I will speak of it. Maybe I will speak of it to you, but right now, I am not ready. Let's just focus on getting you readjusted to the outside world and find the cure for this disease. When I saw the way he studied me and searched my eyes, I insisted, I am fine. I do my jobs. I raise my kids. I am doing a good job. That's all that matters. There is no reason to remove me from duty. At least I can still do that. I couldn't do that. It is obvious that your medical skills are still intact, and you are still Danny. My Danny, you just have been through something that caused you to get stuck. Then his face appeared to be covered by a mask and he approached me with a long needle. Let me give you something to calm you. As he reached for my arm, I screamed, forcing myself to wake up. I jumped out of bed and paced the floor for a few minutes before I heard the comm system state, Colonel Cassidy, 13 is on the line for you. Put them through, Jordana, a deep, baritone voice greeted. How much does your partner know? Hello to you too, father, I returned. Then I dropped onto the corner of the bed. Nothing. He knows nothing. I have to keep it that way to keep everyone safe. Isn't that what I agreed to when you came to me eight years ago? Yes, it is, the familiar feminine voice interjected. We are just making sure you remember that. You know, you two are acting like I owe you. I don't owe you. I am the child you didn't raise because you were in hiding, but you managed to raise the others. I am helping you, and I have been through hell trying to keep you safe. If there is anything worse than hell, that is what I have been through, and you two are here acting like enforcers. You haven't had to live an assumed life because, that would have been easier. 
I have been through the physical, emotional and mental ringer because of this. I have scars inside and out. Jake knows nothing about you. He, however, is investigating who is sending the threats, so it is a matter of time before he tracks you down, and I am not going to stop him. Once he finds out I knew and kept it from him, any reconnecting he and I seem to be doing is going to be out of the question. I am going to stick to our official case and figure out the cure for the disease that killed Josh. You act like we are forcing you to help us. We are your biological parents. It is your obligation to help us. It is those kind of statements that make me want to just walk away, but I have too much invested in you too. I will see this through to the end but not for your sakes. You too have proven that living this life as other people has made you bitter. I am doing this for my children and Adam's children. They need to know their grandparents, but the people you have presented to me over these last eight years are not people I would willingly associate with if you were not blood-related to me. We are your biological parents. Show us some respect, the man retorted. I tried, but you too have been nothing but entitled and selfish. You don't know me. You have no idea that Jake was the greatest love of my life before he was captured, and I was forced to marry Josh. At first, you two were fine, nice people who I was enjoying getting to know, but I don't know what happened. You switched into these people, who are controlling, manipulative and threatening. Something happened, I just cannot remember what. You are so ungrateful, we have done so much for you, the woman said. Um, what have you done for me? You gave birth to me. That's it. Any birth parents could do that. What you have done for me is get me involved in this whirlwind of deception trying to save you. Just then I heard, incoming wounded. I hurriedly said, I have to go, and disconnected the call. I had no intention of going to help with the wounded. Graham made it clear that I was to take time off, and that's what I intended to do. Danny, Jake said over my comlet, I am going to take care of the wounded with the other doctors who are not part of the skeleton crew. Afterward, maybe we can have dinner or lunch, and I can brief you about what happened with the wounded. I have to eat, I cannot stop you from meeting me at the food court or in my office. Just then the computer system announced, General Graham will be arriving later today to tour the light years, and he would like to talk with you. Chip, tell General Graham, we will be ready. To Jake, I said, just let my company clerk know when you are out of surgery and ready to have a meal, so you can debrief me. What are you doing with your time off? I am going to try to get a couple of hours more sleep before I have to get the kids off to school. Do the administration paperwork. Go to my appointment with Mark Brittany before doing more research on the disease. Then I am coming back home to get dinner ready for the children, normal everyday stuff. Somewhere in there I am taking Graham on a tour of the vessel and then he wants to talk, so there is that. Okay, have a good day. I look forward to having a meal with you. I slipped back into bed, where I tossed and turned until I fell asleep again. Hours later, I met up with the bald, long-faced Graham in my office after giving him a tour of the vessel. I settled into my desk chair and ventured, do you wanted to talk? How are you doing, Danny? I blinked several times. What? I know you have been through a lot with those people who are your biological parents. I know that I had evidence that they were doing something, that all this was leading to something more dangerous which is why I brought you in, but I don't remember. I have to remember. Why can't I remember? I understand this is frustrating, but you also understand why we have you still helping them for now. I know, but they are getting so entitled and acting like they have done so much for me. 
I was forced to marry Josh. I love my kids, and I came to good place with Josh, but I saw that look Jake gave me when he realized I married someone else. How is that going? Things between you? It has got to be awkward after all these years. Do you two still have feelings for each other? Or do you know yet? I know that he wants to start where we left off even after he realized I have two other children and took in my nephews. I keep trying to tell him that can't happen, but how do I tell him that without telling him how I became the shell of my former self, the broken and cannot be fixed version? I am not the person he used to love, only this person. Even my therapist who I see twice a week cannot fix me. Danny, you are one of the most beautiful human beings I know, inside and out. You have got it in your head that your scars and the portion of your memory that is missing due to what you have been through makes you less than. In my eyes, it makes you more beautiful and this version of you is stronger. You are strong, yes, but this version is stronger and fiercer. If he cannot see that, it is his loss. There are just so many secrets. I cannot tell him about the secrets we are keeping. What I have been through, why I have been through it and why it is not done yet. He is investigating that voice that keeps threatening me. He is going to find out what we are hiding. And when he does, we will explain, and he will have the chance to see why we did what we did. Jake is a man of reason, at least the Jake I knew ten years ago. I nodded. He does seem to be the same man. I don't know. He used to hate when I hid things from him. And I am not just hiding these secrets, but one that can alter our lives. Your assignment with Jake. The finding the origin around the disease. All the Freedom Alliance doctors caring for patients with it are using your treatment. It is making a difference. We just need to, find out where it came from. We are working on that. I have tapped my contacts and have a meeting with a contact of a contact who knows something. Good job, he looked at his watch. I have to go call my wife, but, he expressed, touching my hand, don't sell yourself short, and if you need anything, let me know. We were good friends before I became section chief and a general. I nodded and watched him head out the exit. Before I could collect my thoughts, Jake slipped through the doors. You ready for that lunch? I stood and walked around the desk and looked at him sadly. Yeah, let's go. We moved out the doors, through the waiting room, down the hallway to the travel tram. We entered the travel tram. When the doors closed, he turned to me and asked, Are you okay? I shook my head. I don't remember what it is like to be okay. This is who I am now, and this is my life. There is no okay or not okay. There is just what is. He stopped the travel tram and turned to me. Danny, what is it? What is going on? Is it the calls? Is it that you are not over your dead husband? Tell me what is going on. Why do I see sadness when I look in your eyes? Unfortunately, I am not at liberty to discuss this. It is a part of an ongoing investigation. Jake, this is not going to work out the way you are cooking it up in your mind. You are expecting us to go back to where we used to be. I am sure after 10 years you are not the same person, and I know I sure the hell am not. I just don't want you to be disappointed when you realize that I am too damaged and have too much baggage to ever be that person again. I was held captive for 10 years. I get that. I will not minimize what you went through, but you have no idea what my life has been like. You had the happy marriage. You got to raise the children. You got to practice medicine and earn posts as a commander. You got to solve cases. That is what it would look like to you. You are out of captivity. I never will be. I pressed the coordinates for the food court. 
I folded my arms across my chest tightly as if holding myself would make all the bad things that had happened stay away. When the doors opened, I bolted. You have been listening to the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Anagail, you can go to anagaillines.com. It's A-N-N-A-G-A-I-L-L-Y-N-E-S.com. And there you can download the first book in the Space Base LVN series called The Last Chance Station for free. You can also buy her other science fiction books on the website, Amazon, BN.com, Lulu and many other online outlets. Also sign up for the newsletter to keep updated as to what's going on in the world of the Anagale Lines podcast. Her motivational podcast that helps women live significant lives and space static mysteries podcast. Follow her on social media. Lady Anagale on TikTok, Anagale Lines on Twitter and Anagale Lines Artist on Instagram. Join our Facebook page at facebook.com backslash author Anagale. Thank you for listening and thank you for being you. Music